to explore new ideas, to seek out new thoughts and new opinions, to boldly opine where no millennials have opined before. This is the Next Next Generation Podcast. Make it so. Welcome back to the Next Next Generation Podcast. This is Catherine. And I'm Charles. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 3, The Naked Now. Yes. Steamy title. Very. And a steamy episode. I would say so. Yeah. I was surprised that was their choice for the second or the third episode of this season to go and show the characters in a intoxicated state. And frequently naked. Well, the, the extras <laughs> were. I'm not, not the main characters as much. It was very sexual, though. It was sexualized, I, yes. I, I kind of felt like they were saying, if you weren't sure if this series was for adults, like, hide your kids. A little bit. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> now bit. it is. Yeah, it, it <laughs> like, seemed that If way. you thought it was okay, like, maybe you send your kids to bed now and, you know. They definitely jumped right in there with mm-hmm. this with this episode in that way. What were your overall thoughts? First impression. Uh, well, the first impression was it was a mystery yeah. kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is a classic Star Trek thing. Yes. It was one of those episodes where it's just on the ship. There's not a lot of new characters. Right. Um, there's no on-planet sets or being outside. Okay. It's just like closed room drama kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But the other thing was, it's more adult and sexual. Yeah, definitely. Then you got the impression that it would be, that mm-hmm. Star Trek would be in the first episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a recycled plot. We probably should get that out of the way. It's sort of the mm-hmm. elephant in the room. They're reusing the plot from The Naked Time, which is from the first season of the original series. One thing that I wanted to note was the fact that they chose to do a recycled plot and perhaps as a way to further continue the handoff from the first season to the next. Yeah. Uh, for series to the next, I should say. Sure. Because they even reference directly the other series and that episode within this plot. And mm-hmm. it's sort of the solution from the last time is the solution for this time slightly changed i think that's right it wasn't perfect though no it didn't perfectly fit no and we can talk about how the way they described what was going on didn't quite match up with what we saw exactly mm-hmm. exactly but we'll get back to that mm-hmm. when we get there looking at our list now what do we have up first the first thing i wrote was frozen people frozen people <laughs> on the other ship that i it was a really weird name. Every time they said it, I was like, let me try to remember this name. Yeah. <laughs> and I never quite got it. No. It was I, a very strange name I on the ship. I don't remember now. Um, we probably should. Probably uh, should. Homework. Look. Whatever. Oh, well. Anyway, the frozen people on that ship looked amazing. They did. The whole set being frozen, the people being frozen. Then that one woman falls out frozen. Very that dramatic. was a little bit scary. A little bit. That was the first cue of like, maybe this isn't for your small children. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I watched it. It almost reminded me of like marble work. Oh, 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 marble work. Yeah, when you go and you see, you know, like the statues, they had kind of that aesthetic, especially the ones lying in bed. They and had, they were clearly naked. Clearly naked. If you couldn't tell from the title, yeah, there was um, some partial nudity going on. Well, really full nudity that they carefully covered. It was good blocking. Yeah, well, the looking wet. That was a pun. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good blocking. <laughs> the, the, um, 
The reason they look like statues, though, is because they throw so fast. Right. Yeah, so which just is, is important to the plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, so I wrote down classic Star Trek mystery, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote down I like Troy's uniform. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. Notice that, too. It's the first instance of the pajamas. But it wasn't. It looked like a uniform. Oh, yeah. It was like a uniform version of the sexy pajamas. They haven't got quite to the sexy yeah, pajamas. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd kept her where they were in this episode for, for a uniform. Okay. I thought it looked good. Yeah. It was different, but it still had a uniform quality. Like, it was tailored. I think know? it was the sash around the waist that gave the well, structure. That was... No? You don't think so? Well, the way it was around the shoulders and stuff. It I was a structured, that. stiffer fabric, not the loosey-goosey pajama fabric. See, it comes later, right? Come later, yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Once again, they show Riker being the smart one who remembers stuff. Because mm. he has this vague memory, like someone showering with their clothes on. Mm-hmm. And some part of him is making the connection to the situation they're having right now. Right, and he goes right to data. He does, but they immediately show him sitting on the controls. <laughs> Which is that. a classic complaint. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, they I do, thought of that. Yeah, they do such a good job in this show doing the touchscreen right. controls, which, which is look perfect. Ahead of this time. Yes, and then he sits on him. Yeah. Totally setting off all kinds of alarms. Mayhem. Yes, he has no idea. Yeah, he could have been the one to actually cause the uh, eventual stalling of the ship right there at the beginning i know later it is wesley he could have done that right then Mm -hmm. just from sitting down on it that was like oh really that's where you choose to sit Mm -hmm. Mm. i think it's supposed to just look cool that he's so comfortable yeah but maybe that we know what touch screens do maybe we're just looking back on it no why would you do that you can crack the screen you're a heavy person but yeah Riker and data are great Oh, yeah. I like that. So, Jordy gets sick, mm-hmm. and then they show Wesley doing the model tractor beam, which is eye-roll inducing. Yeah. He's like, oh, I rigged it up, blah, blah, blah. I'm so smart. Like, we don't care. No. I mean, <laughs> we try to care, but... I don't. Uh, you don't try to no, care. No, I'm over it. You're over it. I would say that I could buy that he'd maybe have a toy that did that, but then... Of course he made it. Oh, actually, that didn't bother me. Okay. It was that he acted like it was so impressive. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, that... Like, that's just an established technology mm-hmm. in their world. Right. So, so who cares? He could replicate it. So he yeah. didn't actually do something original. Yeah. He was just replicating. It's or like building a something. model computer or something. Oh, okay. Like, I was going to say like building a model, like a model kit, but okay. You know what I mean. I though? do, Like, though. we have all the know-how and all the parts. Mm-hmm. You just have to put it together. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and then he did all the recordings of Picard. I wrote down Creepy Stalker Wesley. Creepy Stalker Wesley. <laughs> he's been like, he's like um, when people used to make mixtapes from doing uh, cassette recordings. You mm-hmm. know? Like you wait for your song to come on the radio. Yeah. Hit play and hit stop. Yeah, he's just been sitting around listening to Picard's every word. So yeah. he can make something. He's very focused on the captain. <laughs> he's um, obsessed, and he makes creepy faces. He does make creepy faces. He does that wide-eyed look that is like he's trying to smile and look extremely elated, but Mm -hmm. it comes off like stalkery, I guess. I get freaked out every time I see it. Yeah, you pretty much jump. Yeah, I'm always like, oh my God, he made a face. That face again. (laughs) (laughs) And Jordy was kind of going along with it, too, as he was just... But he was ill. But he was ill. He had the thing that made him drunk, but ridiculously so. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah, he was under the influence of that. And yeah. he does 
sort of after laying his hand across Wesley's shoulder, claps backwards and I don't feel well and leaves. So. Even Wesley notices that he's not okay. He even asked And him, Wesley's okay? very self-absorbed and unaware of other people. Yeah. So obviously it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> it was cool to see the living quarters. Yes. We saw multiple living quarters. We did see more than so one. That was good to see how they live on the Enterprise. Good world building there. Mm-hmm. Expanding what we can see of the ship and getting away from just always being on the bridge mm-hmm. or being in the transporter room or the cargo area. Right. Kind of showing more of like life on the Enterprise. Right. They have these nice suites. They do. They I... have windows. Yeah. Which, you know, probably not. Well, <laughs> they, they, every they, window is a weak point. Yeah, the original Enterprise had like thousands of windows. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's a good idea. Well, we're assuming they have the technology. <laughs> they have the thick glass panes. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's very nice and luxurious. Very. And they have a good. Live in the high life. Mm-hmm. One window at a time. <laughs> I made a note that Tasha seemed more competent. Mm-hmm. When they had the ship-wide search for Jordy. Yeah. Um, she seemed like she knew what she was doing. She gave and she was commanding too. the team. Yeah. But um, knowing that he was not well, she did let him touch her. Because mm. she seemed like she was doing a good job de-escalating the situation with him. Yeah. Because he was very upset, mm-hmm. which is what you would want from mm-hmm. a security person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she shouldn't have let him touch her. She even said something to the effect of, this is more important right now. And when she said that, I was like, wait a minute. Are they an item? Are they a thing? Are they just good friends? What was implied by that, like that statement? Oh, I think she was in security officer mode. Right. And then he was like, I'm hurting, you know, like emotional. Emotional hurt. And she knows him. So she was like, okay, I don't need to be in security officer mode. Oh, I see. I can just be like your friend comforting you. That's what you need. You're not dangerous. So she didn't realize that he was ill in that way. Yeah, I thought that was fine. She just shouldn't have let him touch her. Yeah. That's it. She assumed that it wasn't a physical, like a disease or something, that it was an emotional, like, disturbance, and he was processing and staring off wistfully into space as he was. It was better for her to, you know, be sympathetic and empathetic towards him. Should we talk about the actual infection now, then? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's a good segue point. So they explained it as... They were near the star. Right. And the it was collapsing. Yes. And the changes in gravity were making weird chains of water molecules inside their bodies. Right. Which were then picking up carbons from inside their bodies. And that, that new molecule was intoxicating them. Mm. Which apparently was the same thing that happened in the original series. Right. But... This show clearly shows people touching each other, and then it, it makes a little musical sound, and then they're infected. Right. So they never really reconciled, the reconciled that or came out in a consistent way to explain what was going on. I thought what was going to happen was they found out this stuff about the original Enterprise. Right. That was not what was going on. Right. And they were going to find something else. Pointed to by the fact that they were clearly transmitting the infection from person to person. Right. Through contact. Right. But they never did. They were like, oh, no, it just slightly mutated. Hmm. Which, what mutated if the only thing was a physical effect on their water molecules? There was actually no virus. As they explained it. Yeah, that's a very bad plot point. Yeah, it was very confusing when you're trying to analyze it. Yeah? (laughs) On this level. Sure. 
But it was very clear that it was being transmitted from person to person. Yeah, it was very clear um, through mm-hmm. the musical cue. And then... Yes, you noticed the musical cue. Oh, yeah, right. of course. Okay. Uh, one thing I would say is they could have had it be some sort of like extra dimensional being or something like that mm-hmm. where it was passing from one person to the next. Let's just take it as it is at face value as what they're saying. Okay, it's the water molecules and all of that. What was interesting to me was they kept comparing it to alcohol and it was having effects of triggering their primal passion. Well, alcohol does that. I guess it does. Not to me, though. I just fall asleep. <laughs> But you would have just went asleep in the corner. That's right. Not an interesting character. No, that would have been pretty boring. <laughs> Wouldn't have driven the plot along. It was definitely causing them to have these sort of sexual feelings. In a way, I don't think alcohol would necessarily push you to. It seemed to have a universal effect in that sense. Because they were all doing that. Each mm-hmm. character was having romantic feelings for each other and lustful mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. Happening when... If it was alcohol, it wouldn't do that. I think alcohol was just supposed to be the comparison point. Okay. Like, this is similar to alcohol. Yeah, but they kept making it so frequently that... Yeah, I, they it, overdid it. They did it a little bit. Yeah. If it had been, like, one comparison line or mm-hmm. one sort of tossed-out line of explanation, then it would have been fine, but they did it, like, four or five times. Yeah, and they showed from the very beginning the crew of that other ship was way past what you would do with alcohol. Way past. I mean, they blew their hatch and killed themselves. They did. You wouldn't really do that. No. Hopefully. Hopefully not. Or someone would stop you. Like, one person might think that's a good idea, and someone else would be like, no, 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 no. We might be drunk, but come on. Yeah, I was believing that they would vent the oxygen out to space, maybe by mistake or by accident, Uh more readily than the fact that they would actually blow their own hatch. Like, that was the impulse that they had after getting drunk like that. That was surprising. Well, they were hot. That was part of the thing. The whole thing was very confusing. Sure. And whether it was a virus or a gravitational effect. I was better with it being a gravitational effect. Hmm. They still could have had it randomly affecting people. It was affecting, like, everyone. Like a virus was spreading among them. Yeah, but it could have been like a virus, mm. not actually transmitted. Okay. As it makes those chains of molecules, you know, there's some random chance on who gets it first. Mm. Right? Yeah. Just because that's the way it goes. Right. In real life. Yeah. And then then they could have been like, oh, I'm sweating. Oh, no. You know, it's happened to me. But in the show, Jordy was the first one to have physical contact, and that's why he got it first. Right. And they really didn't clear that up. They never did, no. All that said, it was very fun to watch each character respond differently to their plight. Now, to that point, Mm. I have to say, I was surprised that they decided to do this type of episode so early on. Mm-hmm. They had waited till the second season after we had more of a chance to get to know these characters. Then it might have been even more funny mm-hmm. to see them in an intoxicated, altered self-state. Mm-hmm. But to do it on the second episode, when we still don't really know these characters yet. I mean, no, we do because we've seen more of the show. But imagining it back then as it's coming out, I would imagine that it wouldn't have the same impact. I think I said to you when we watched it yeah, that... It felt more like the kind of episode they do later Mm -hmm. as a reprieve, as a kind of light, fun episode in the middle of a long, emotionally challenging plot. A drama. Yeah. There's drama, there's drama, there's drama. Okay, we have this episode. That's fun. Mm -hmm. And then go back to the normal episode. I have to say, when Data got intoxicated, (laughs) the turbo lift opens up and then he's like swaggering in. 
fantastic. And I, I laughed out loud. It was great. Mm-hmm. So funny. Probably funnier, though, because I've seen more of the show. Yeah, definitely. If this had been my second or third time with them, yeah, I would have been like, whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't but. have had the impact. Because Brent Spiner and Patrick Stewart, especially... Had fantastic physical comedy. Yes. Brent Spiner just fell over. He did. <laughs> uh, Patrick Stewart did these funny little skips and stuff. Yeah. Where he was sexually attracted to Beverly. Oh, yeah. Which is what we talked about last Yesterday. time. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, there that is there. You yeah. know, nothing they did was just out of the blue. No. It was just releasing their inhibitions. I like that they showed both Dr. Crusher and Commander Riker really resisting. They the tried. Effect. They knew what was going on and they tried their best. I would say of resist. them, Riker was the one who really pulled through. Yeah, he barely showed effects. Barely. He kept sweating and saying like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, why <laughs> me? Was, he was okay. Yeah. He kept helping their chief engineer. Yeah. Which, by the way, had no idea Jordy wasn't the chief engineer yet. I hadn't. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I don't know when that happens. No, but we'll see that, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But it was cool. The chief engineer they had, though, she was great. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Kind of a no-nonsense lady. Yeah. Yeah. She she seemed like she was all business, mm-hmm. knew what she was about, mm-hmm. very competent. It's what you need mm-hmm. in a first engineer. And she knew what was supposed to be happening. Picard called her to the bridge, mm-hmm. which ended up being Wesley's recording. Yeah. She was just like, hmm, like this shouldn't be happening. But she went anyway. Yeah. But she knew that was like, no. Yeah, she, she no. could tell something no, was no, no, no. wrong. And mm-hmm. his expression, which, what are you doing here? And she was just like... Yeah, I know you didn't mean to call me here or something's up, but yeah, <laughs> I have to come in. Anyway. Great little scene. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, Wesley in engineering, do you <laughs> want to talk about that? Do we have to? Well, it is a big part of the plot. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, no, of course I want to talk about it. Are you kidding? That uh, was... Well, you do it then. Okay, I'll talk about it. <laughs> um, it was clever that he took the tractor beam and made a repulsor beam. Yeah, whatever. Reverse engineered a little bit. My favorite part was the second engineer playing with all the chips. <laughs> that was like hilarious. Jenga blocks. Yes, oh. he was stacking them, and yeah, falling he over. He looked so happy. <laughs> he was so happy. I need nothing else. That was his, yeah. that was his impulse. Yeah, he didn't he, want to have sex. He just wanted to play. He wanted to play with the <laughs> the computer chips and yeah. and totally put them in a bad situation with that star imploding and the debris coming right at them. Of course. They built up to Wesley saving the day. He messed up the day. He did. In the first place. And at the very end, they're like, give Wesley credit. Give Wesley credit. Okay, I guess I have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because Data clearly said they could easily outrun that any star debris on half impulse power. He did say that. And Wesley was the one that made that impossible. Right. So he didn't save the day. He just fixed his own mistake. That's different. Recklessly took over the ship. Again. With a crazed expression again. Well, I, that I, made like more sense as an acting choice, I think, because he was under the influence of that toxin. I would have rather had him just want to have sex with someone than do something He's a little thing. young for that plot yeah, line. Yeah, he could have found some cute girl in his class. So they just want to kiss or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay, I guess they could have played it that he's way. He's like, oh, yeah. And then he kisses and he's like, yeah, that's enough. 
<laughs> you know, because <laughs> he's young. Yeah, but it'd be more interesting to see her be the more aggressive one, and then he's just like, "Oh, I'm not about this," and runs off. Yeah, like he thinks he wants it, right? And then he's like, "No, no, <laughs> I'm not ready." For I'm this. not ready for this. Yeah, that <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been more yeah. uh, more comic. But we had a lot of comedy in this episode, and mm-hmm. I really liked that overall. Yeah, it was fun. It just didn't feel right as the third, or even. If you think about it, second, Mm because the first two episodes are are just really one thing of the series. It felt too soon for this kind of comic break. It was pretty quick. For the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. One more Wesley complaint. Sure. Please. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, he has this idea to repulse the other ship. Yes, he did. Yeah. And the chief engineer is like, that would take weeks to reprogram the circuits. Right. And he was just like, why not just see it in your head? And that just, uh, I had the exact same reaction as the chief engineer. Just eye roll. Who is this child who thinks he knows what he's doing? So annoying. What I don't buy that he would be able to do that. He's not like a machine. Yeah, they're really pushing him as this like genius. Wesley boy genius thing. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel earned. Not yet. He gets more earned as he gets more experience and more time spent mm-hmm. in the engineering room studying mm-hmm. everything. But just to be able to rush over in the second episode and be like, boop, boop, boop. Oh, there, there's the solution to the problem. Yeah, and he's so much better. I mean, these are the best people in Starfleet. Handpicked. They're probably all child geniuses themselves. Chosen you know? to be on this extremely important deep space mission. I was surprised that Riker standing there is supposed to be the one in command of the situation at that time. Yeah, and he's very commanding. And he is. And then yeah. also there's Chief Engineer who just told him that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. He goes over to the data screen to change things, and mm-hmm. neither of them do anything or to stop mm-hmm. him. And he hits, like, two buttons, and it's fixed. Yeah. That can't be the same thing that she was talking about. From a plot perspective, that was definitely a weak point. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to a slightly less annoying Wesley in the future. Mm. We'll see if we get it or not. You know, he had rigged up that tractor beam. Right. Which I was okay with. Yeah. If he had kind of reversed it but blew up something else, maybe? Yeah. Or so, I don't know. Like, you could do it, but it messed other things up. And they only do things when it's perfect. Yeah. Like, it, he sacrificed something to do it. Yeah, he didn't have any... I'd be okay with that. He didn't have any repercussions mm. to his action. There was... It wasn't imperfect. It was a mm. flawless execution of this maneuver. Mm-hmm. And there was really no reason for that. What? <laughs> Just funny. I, I you, can't stand this. It's no. stupid. Okay. Like, he's not smarter than their team engineer. No. There's no way. No way. You know, he reverses power and it blows out all these fuses and they lose 100 people from decks 30 to 35. Okay, that's... That's a bit more of a no, repercussion than I was No, but that's the kind expecting. of thing that really happens sure. in the show. Not yeah. yet, but they're like, yeah, we lost all these, you know, because that's, that's where something hit. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing that would really happen if he tried to do that. Messing around with... It overloads some circuits somewhere. Yeah, it could lose life support or something like mm-hmm. that. But they have to save the ship in its second episode. They're not going to kill anybody no. yet, so... I just... I wrote Wesley Y. Wesley Y. <laughs> Why is he necessary like, as a character? I think they're trying to bring a child or a young adult perspective to the show. They're trying to give a vehicle something that maybe children can associate with and have a character they can latch onto. They have like a variety of other types and personalities and characters that people can relate to mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the cast. So having a younger 
crew member that way. Maybe that's what they're going for from a writing perspective. Yeah. They're just trying to have a, a diverse inclusion in that way. I just have a hard time believing that younger viewers would really identify with him. And we've already established that this episode is probably not appropriate for younger viewers. Right, right. Their parents should have already sent them out of the room. Probably. <laughs> He's too weird and unrealistic to be relatable. I will give you that. The genius aspect of his character makes him far removed from the everyman in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, I had a fun time with this episode. Did I think it was as strong as the first part one and part two? No. The plot has several major holes in it that we've brought up, I think. Mm -hmm. The deus ex machina ending with Wesley just knowing exactly what to do and doing it perfectly. Didn't care for that. Right, because we didn't even mention. They were literally about to die. Literally. They had run out of time. They had. And he saved them. Yeah, he did. Although Data was pretty clutched in the way he was putting in all of those chips so quickly. But he said, I don't have enough time. I need one other minute. He did say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So overall, I really liked the comic banter between Beverly and Picard. That was a fantastic scene. That was fun. I really liked the scene where Data flaggers in that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. That was fantastic. Overall, it was a fun time. Some alcohol was required, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, We've already been drinking a little bit after watching this episode (laughs) for this review. Just a little. Just a little snootful. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just a little snootful. Okay. Uh, Speaking of snootful, I think it brings up the Data of the day uh-huh. and his question inquiry sir snootful best line of the of the episode and picard doesn't bother no he just he's, he's moving on Ugh, never mind he walks away great stuff great yeah. stuff so what's your rating oh my rating huh you go first i have to think about that oh okay overall impressions i like these mystery type stories that just take place on the ship yeah i was not buying the answer to the mystery in this case no like we talked about yeah if you pick it apart it doesn't make any sense no um but fantastic acting yeah so some great stuff this is less plot more not even more character because they're not acting normal right more acting wow like some of the things that patrick stewart did were truly hilarious truly especially if you've already seen the whole show yes anyway so I would give this episode, I'd say six out of ten, uh, drunken datas. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have to really knock it for the plot and the explanation, but it's still really fun. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking six out of ten. Okay. So I was thinking six out of ten snootfuls. Snootfuls. Yeah. Yeah. It's appropriate. They go together. They do. Yes. They do. Kind of a light episode, not a lot of development. Especially so early. Yeah, that is a surprising aspect of it. So hopefully we'll get some more development in the future. It seemed like they pulled out all the stops for that two-parter. They did. Episodes one and two. And now they're like, okay, like... Pull it back. Pull it back. Use just the basic sets. Coast. Yeah. No more big plots for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So that's all I have to say. Me too. Okay. So that was episode three. Yes. The Naked Now. Mm Mm-hmm. And we will be back soon. We will. Thank you so much for listening to the Next Next Generation podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Add us at the Next Next Gen.